course I love her. But it's a different kind of love. I mean it doesn't burn with the passion and intensity of a Tristan and Isolde. It's more comfortable, more familiar. Maris and I are old friends. We can spend an afternoon together. Me at my jigsaw puzzle, she at her auto harp. Not a word spoken between us and be perfectly content. I'm told it was a lot like that near the end in the Hitler household. And that's Niles and Fraser. Um, and think of... Think of those type of relationships. Maybe your parents had that type of a relationship where they had, what in quotes, platonic love. You know, they really lived parallel lives like kids playing in a playground, but they never connected with each other. You never saw that fire between your mom and your dad. And it just felt like... It just felt like things were not going um, well. Right now, we're going to turn to the phones. I'm Dr. Ellen Cannon. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and we're welcoming Michael. And, Michael, you're having difficulties with your wife? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking the call. Yeah, what's going on? Well, um, she seems to put on to me her own behavior, uh, especially negative behaviors where... Can you give me an example of that? A lot of it centers around children. She'll make accusations that I mistreat children in some ways, um, not abuse, but, you know, that um, I mistreat the children and and I mean and, um, you know, I'm kind of um, unfair and things of that nature. You know, mostly a lot of it centers around being just generally unfair. How old Uh, are the kids? Well, we've raised these children. Currently, we have some in college and some in high school. But wait, wait a minute. Some? How many kids do you get? Are these your own <laughs> biological children? We share. I have, I have three. She has the two. Okay. And so, and they range in ages from what? Oh, well, now 21 to uh, 16. 21 to 16 years old. We started out, they were ranging from age from uh, 7 to 2, approximately. Yeah. And when we first started. <laughs> and so she's telling you you're mean. They're all teenagers or young adults at this age, right? And yeah. she's accusing you of being mean and unfair. And um, tell me, what can you give me an example of something negative that happened recently that made, even made, might have prompted you to make this phone call? Well, it's just been an ongoing scenario for the most of the married relationship. I've just tolerated because I love the kids, and, and I still love her, of course, but uh, it just doesn't seem right to me that she will. Um, the uh, specific example is kind of hard. It's a lot of what she claims that I do is kind of a generalized uh, in the fact that, oh, I'm just unfair. I don't assign uh, chores fairly. She claims that I play favorites, uh, for example, and uh, that I, well, okay, here's a good one. She uh, makes the example that um, one of my my direct son, Kyle, uh, that I um, favor him, and she can't even say anything whatsoever to me regarding his behavior. But, in fact, it's the exact opposite, where it is one of the other children that... You know, if I try to make a comment on, you know, just how to raise a child or misbehavior amongst the child, she won't listen to me. She'll get up and walk away. So um, it's my kids, your kids? Is that what's going on? It's... A lot of that, a lot of it is, but uh, it, it boils down to that in some aspects. Do you feel somewhat protective of your two? Oh, my three? Um, oh, your three, yeah. Well, 
I'm somewhat protective, but I understand that there's the nurturing nature, you know, that we have to live with. I allow her to uh, try to uh, be a parent, but yes. one of the things that she's always tried to be is she's tried to be a mom and a dad and not let me be the dad. You so might. you're wanting more involvement. Well, I already gave up on that. I just go ahead and do what I do the best I can, you know, but uh, okay. I just you... don't understand why she makes the claim that I specifically um, do things like play favorites when she is, in fact, the one that plays the... Okay, let me give you a quick analogy. My husband and I enjoy ballroom dancing. We take lessons. And when I'm dancing with him, guess what I observe? When we mess up, guess what I think and what I observe? Um, don't know. <laughs> that he's the problem. I totally see it as his footwork needs help. In fact, today we, we had a, da a dance lesson, and my, I'm looking at his footwork, and I'm thinking, boy, he needs help. At the end of the class, the dance teacher took me aside, and she goes, Ellen, I want to have a class with you alone, a one-hour class with you, because we've got to work on your footwork. And I was flawed. Because what did I think? I thought it was my husband who was messing up. So partly, one of the problems that exists, and I'm not saying that what you observe is not the case. That can be the case, too. But we look outward much more, much more easily than we look inward. So we can see someone else's errors or someone else messing up much easier than we, than we see it in ourselves because what we do feels right. When you have... Um, when you've been married for many years, right? If you... How many years? I, you can do the math <laughs> quicker than me. Oh, well, 19 years? Yeah. No, oh, no, it's, is it 19? It would be... Yeah, it's been uh, nine years. Nine years you've been married? Oh, no, no, we, we've been married, what? I think this is, what, 12 or so now? Oh, married 12 years. Okay, right. so when you've been married that long and the habits have set in and you're now dealing with teenagers and young adults, you want a way... Ah, it's really hard to change long-established habits, but you need to fight for your values. If you want to be the dad or even the mom, just one of the parents, <laughs> if you want more involvement, then I would recommend going to my website and getting a book, which I think the, I think the authors are the goals, have written books that are the gold standard in parenting. It's How to Talk So Teens Will Listen. And it's a very easy read. And I think that you will get a lot of ideas in that book on how to come back in as an involved parent, how to sit and listen for your children's emotions, to really be there for them. I don't know, maybe you do this already. Um, but think of the person in your own life, Michael. Who would you say is the person that you felt really understood you, really got you, really enjoyed being with you? Maybe an older person that you just <laughs> felt totally at home with. Does someone come to mind? Well, I have a twin brother. So, yeah. And is he good? Is he supportive of you and, and loving, apart from the couple of spats you might have had growing up? Uh, no, well, we just think alike. You know, I, I kind of know how his brain works, and I'm sure he understands how mine works. Okay. I eye to eye on many, many, many issues. Okay. So. I hear the smile in your voice. I hear the comfort of being in his presence. You want to be with your kids in a way that gives them that same loving, supportive feeling.
And it's hard to do that in a blended family. It's even harder when they're in their teenage years. So you, and it's harder when your wife wants to be, wants to play both roles, mom and dad. But it'd be nice if she could take a vacation and you know share share it with you. And it's much. Uh, she only wants to play mom and dad for her own. You know. Oh, not for yours. You know, there's there's a whole lot. Okay, more. sometimes. Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes guilt drives that. You know, I separated uh, or I divorced. Was it a divorce situation? Well, for both of us. Yeah, yeah. so sometimes, some, and I know we're right at the end of time here, sometimes the mom feels so guilty because she's been told she'll destroy the family that she hovers over them like a mother bird. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily good, but you, you can have some empathy for that. But I think if you both read that book, it would give you new ideas. You could smile together and you could make the changes together as my husband and I did when we read those books. It became a nice challenge for us. So, um, well, it, let me ask though: Is it is it really though? Uh, is it a common thing for somebody to actually uh, get the idea that what they're doing is actually, uh, or, or push it off on, or blame somebody else? Yeah, you can have you you uh, many times people project onto their partner what they're doing wrong, and when they are able to face it, it that's great. Listen, this I'm Dr. Alan Kenny. You're listening to the Rational Basis of Happiness.